So, uh, what did you think, Master? What did I think of what? I thought we were going to watch a spooky movie, not some weird thing where a house eats a bunch of little girls. You said we were going to watch something scary about a haunted house. You don't, you don't think it's scary that the house is full of ghosts that eats the girls, that the grandmother is like a ghost thing and kills the girl? You, no, you I don't that think it was scary? happy music all the time. It has to have dark, spooky music and lightning that comes down from the sky and maybe a spooky ghost that comes in. And I've never really heard of ghosts eating anybody. Can you think of one ghost that we both know that has eaten anyone? I mean, Casper uh, is kind of a fucking hog. Once again, it is Halloween time, and you're stuck with this motherfucker here and my henchman, Steve. Hello, master. <laughs> I can't wait. Welcome to the castle. And we have watched what Steve said was a scary movie yeah. that will chill me right down to my knuckle bones. But my knuckle bones are not chilled, nor is any other part of my skeleton. So, what the fuck? Okay. What movie did we watch this... for this special halloween episode? Okay, this is not my fault, okay? Because we watched mm. the movie House, okay? The 1980s one Nin with William Kent. No, not the one He's a with... Vietnam vet. Not the one with the greatest Richard American Moe hero. Like, no. I'm upset about something no. from Vietnam and I'm haunting you. No, not that we, one? it wasn't that one. I actually thought it Because I was going to say I didn't see Richard Mall or William Kent. No, they weren't in, in this movie. No, no. Okay. Wrong movie. Nobody. All right. No. I, Do you mean the TV show House MD? Oh, he's so funny how callous he is to other people suffering. A real man to be admired. I love, don't you think? I love how it's never lupus. <laughs> Some one of the other one of the other doctor one of the one of the <laughs> residents will go maybe it's lupus doctor house and I'm sitting there in the in the crypt watching the TV going it's never lupus foolish human doctor of course it's not lupus lupus is a made up this except one, what uh, what did you I, say but I did not see doctor house in this movie no, what no, movie house. was this this was house the 1970s Japanese. Uh, experimental horror comedy movie but that's right it's it's one of the listener choices yeah, isn't it exactly so it's not my fault in any uh, in any way it's not my hands are clean we could have pretended to watch it instead of actually watching it oh but you liked it didn't you i thought it was i i, I thought it. it was delightful delightful like oh pancakes in the morning exactly like that? Yes. Okay, I mean, that's a, not spooky. A little, this is, a little weirder spooky halloween yeah. time. Check the room. We are spooky. Okay. That was not spooky. Once again, I did not pick the movie. It was like a four-year-old wrote it, and then they decided, well, oh, <laughs> uh, let's, let's make sure the gore isn't really anything that we would accept as scary, as it's not really gore at all, though there was a chopped-off head. But that was, eh, whatever. It was in a fun way. 
But the rest of the time, they look like paper dolls cut out. <laughs> look, I'm sorry you didn't enjoy it, but I don't see why you're coming and at me. And half of the time, they were happy. They were like, oh, look oh, at they that. They were happy like most what? of the time, even when they were being murdered and they thought, oh, what happened That's to the right. other girl? They were still just thrilled about oh. the whole thing. Let me pee my pants now at all the happy girls who are happy they're being killed. Hey, hey, Steve. Yes, master. Do you have any trivia for this? I, I do, I do. I do have some trivia. Piece of shit weirdo oh, movie that you, you made me watch. I didn't make you watch it. This is not my fault. We could have watched Ghost Story. That had a ghost in it. And then it was terrifying old men. It was. Killed this lady and she comes back and it's like, oh, that's spoopy. It was a listener's choice. I had nothing to do with it. I know, it. but you... Oh, anyway, we could have watched the William Cat one. We could have, but we didn't. That wasn't the listener's choice. It was this one. All right, fine. Anyway, do you have trivia for the... I do, I do. Do you, do you want to... Okay, do you... Let me fluff my pillow oh. so I can take a nap. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to drink my elixir so I speak differently for I'm not going to fuck going, fuck everybody I'm in a bad mood. You're going to stay in character for the entire show. You drink your elixir. Okay. Is that a dare? I'll do oh, it. No, no, I'm not I know better than that. You dare the dare is on the table. Boom. I'm gonna sit here, I'm gonna eat some pistachios while you do Ooh, ooh very scary. You do your, ooh. I know, well I'm bored. <laughs> Don't get too frightened, to everybody. Kill, He's eating pistachios. Extra I'm gonna have to kill extra villagers tonight oh. just to get my blood back up. Okay, so here we go. Are you are you going okay. to do the okay. goddamn yes. trivia? Uh, glug, 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 glug. <clears throat> okay. So so here's my trivia. Um, you, you mentioned it seemed like it was written by a four-year-old. Actually, <laughs> um, it was written by a 12-year-old. The, the film is based on ideas from director Nobuhiku Obayashi's daughter, Chigumi, who was 12 at the time. And What was her name? Chigumi. Chigumi Obayashi. Chigumi. Yeah. Okay. I hope she's still alive because I'm going to fly wherever she lives and I'm going to kill her. Oh, I, I would love to go to Japan. I hear Japan is lovely. Um, Japan is lovely, but I'm going there strictly to drain her blood. <laughs> You'll take the fun out of everything. You can go fuck off and do whatever okay. you want to do. Okay. I want to go to I want to Was go to it? Okinawa and see where they shot Karate Kid Part Two. Oh Jesus! Um, you and your Karate Kid bullshit. Okay. So and and also uh, uh, Chigumi Obayashi, the twelve-year-old daughter, receives an original story credit, which I think is only fair. Um, sure. Daddy walked up and said, what's scary to you, little girl? And she said, a house that eats me and maybe a stepmom. <laughs> no, she said, chroma key. That's what's <laughs> scary to me. And that's my next bit of trivia, because this movie makes extensive use of chroma key effect. And it was actually the first Japanese movie to do so. So there you go. And they did such a good they job. They did such too. a good job. And it's so convincing. One one last piece of trivia. Um, look at how that doesn't look like a cutout paper doll breast. <laughs> <laughs> last just floating like bodies don't. <sighs> last piece of trivia. Anyway, La sorry. Last piece of trivia. Go for it. Okay, so um, the movie was a big box office hit in Japan, and. After, mm -hmm. after its release, the director, Obayashi, was, uh, he pitched Toho Studio Executives on his idea for a new Godzilla movie. 
So I'm going to just. Oh boy! I'm going Let's ruin him too. <laughs> I'm going to read this. What toddler did he ask for ideas <laughs> yeah, for that one? He went to a local preschool and just they brainstormed. Did he walk into Toho and says the new Godzilla movie is called Godzilla versus Goo Goo Dada? <laughs> <laughs> so this is from IMDb's trivia page, and I'm just I'm going to just read this verbatim. This is the description of what. Uh, um, uh, Nobuhiku Obayashi's Godzilla movie would have been. Okay. Okay. This story told of a little girl named Momo who discovers the dead body of Godzilla. After, God. after being dissected, Godzilla is revealed to be a pregnant female named Roseanne. Who died of diabetes? How di- do they know that? Who died Does of diabetes? Does he have a bracelet that they never noticed? Yeah, they, 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 they found her wallet. Um, okay. Who died of diabetes? The, the brain of the dead Roseanne. You don't have to lie to me. I understand. <laughs> you're trying to spice up your trivia. This no, is no. This is saying. what it really says. The brain of the dead Roseanne instructs the humans that she must return with her unborn son to the planet of Godzilla. <laughs> and so her body is converted into a spaceship. The newborn child is then reunited with its father... And they fight a female monster that shoots fire from her breasts. So that would have been the Godzilla movie by the director of House. And Toho turned it and down. And for some reason, Toho turned it down. Was he then institutionalized? <laughs> was... Fortunately. That is the stupidest, craziest, most fucked up thing that barely has anything to do with Godzilla. That's the best part about it. Like, what the, have you ever seen a Godzilla movie? What happened to Momo? Good question. What happened to Momo? Maybe she got eaten by another piece of furniture. Maybe she walked home and said, "Oh well, Roseanne is going to go to Planet Godzilla," and then a lamp bit her face off. The Ottoman jumped up and attacked her. Is that all your trivia? That's all my trivia. I have some fucking trivia that I want to put in here. <laughs> all right. Do you know what this movie is a reaction to? I mean, it's from Japan, so I'm going to guess World War II. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Just take a wild stab. Oh, oh, no, I know this. I know this. Um, they, they, Toho wanted to make their own version of Jaws. Wow. So they made this. Someone watched Jaws. <laughs> And House was the result. Someone watched Jaws and threw the fucked up Japanese filter and poor decision-making process. They settled for House. I mean, the house does eat people just like the shark, so... No, it doesn't. Not just like the shark. Well, no, the shark didn't use... There's like... not ladies... What? I, th- I mean, the, sh- shark the, shark, what? the shark didn't use like a piano, I mean... The shark just no, the mouth. shark didn't use a piano, nor was it grinding up some girl in some <laughs> grandfather clock, nor, <laughs> nor did someone get chewed up by a, by a milk bucket that was in the water. No, you're right, that did not happen. Nor was there a kung fu girl that kung fu'd flaming wood out of her own skirt. <laughs> nor did Chief Brody at the end turn into a pile of bananas ah, for some reason. My favorite sight gag in the entire movie. Is that what that was? Yes, I... 
Oh. Why did we have to keep following him all the way through the house? So he could, if the end result was a pile of goddamn bananas. So he could turn oh, into a pile of be bananas. Be still, my heart. <sighs> that was after Watermelon Man freaked out, turned into a skeleton with a floaty skull. Because the guy said that he didn't like watermelon, he liked bananas better. And the, the watermelon guy just was not having it. <laughs> By the way, the watermelon guy was also the sin, the, the the composer. Well, good for him. For the movie. Okay. Well, that was great. That was a great show. I'm going to go down to the dungeon. I'm going to be waiting by the Iron Maiden, and I expect you to show up very soon. Oh, all right. You want to do this review, don't I you? I do want to do the I watched the movie. I thought we were going to do the review. All right, fine. Here we go. <laughs> This is the first time I'm going to try to read the who did it, who did this, who did it in an accent. Reading Japanese names, prepare for pain. I'm, I'm here if you need me. I'm here if you need me, okay? That's what you always say, but you always leave me abandoned me. <laughs> here we go. It was directed by Nobuhiko Obayashi. Very good. How am I doing? Very good. I don't know what else he did. I saw some interviews with him recently. He's a creepy, weird, weird, weird-looking guy, and his daughter's not much better. Screenplay by <laughs> Chiho Katsura. Don't know Japanese stuff. Story by Chigumi Obayashi. Hey, look at that! It's the little girl. Oh, little girl! I hope you listen. I hope you get the internet where you are because I'm coming for you. That's right, old Professor Vampire is coming for you, and I'm going to make Steve watch. That's right. She's still not a little girl. You know, right? she, was she, 19, yeah, she, she was 11 in 1977. She's in her 50s. Okay, she's, by now. she's in her 60s, not her 50s. Whatever. What are you talking about? It's 1977. She was 11. Okay. You do no math, right? Not Why really. Why did I pay for those, co- <laughs> those courses at the, at the community college? You said you were doing great. I was bluffing my way through most of them. You can at least now count to five. Uh, yes, as long as you don't ask me to do it. Yes, I can count to five. Please count to five for me, please. I want to know if any of the money that I invested in you is paid. Okay, off. okay. You put me under pressure, so if I screw this up, it's just, you know, because I'm on the spot. So, okay, I count to five. That's right. I will... Live on the while recording a show. Yes, I will count to five. Okay. One. Okay. Six. Ah, ah, ah. Si- Sorry, ah. I couldn't. I couldn't. I helped you myself. Couldn't. <laughs> Your old habits die hard, don't they, Master? One. He's an old friend. I get to make sure, fun of him. Sure. Anyway. Go ahead. Seven. What? Where did you go? I went, I'm counting to five. You started with seven. I said one. Okay. Seven. No. 32. So wrong. 78. No, what are you doing? Five. Well, at least you got the five. Six. Now you're done. <laughs> 11. Okay, we're, we're good. Okay, you're just embarrassing yourself now. I'm embarrassing you, too. Right. You paid for my education. <laughs> I know. Okay, story by, I did her, produced by Nobuhiko Obayashi and Yorihiko Yamada. Great, more people do the Japanese movies. Starring Kimiko Ikegami as gorgeous. She's okay. She's not gorgeous. She's all right. We get to see her boobies. Yes. <laughs> We get to see all their There's boobies. There's lots of I boobies think. in the well, movie. Well, I don't... There's a lot of boobies. There's a lot of 
there's a lot of boobies just floating around just the boobies. There's lots, just just, a, a, know, just, just the, the torso floating around. That's right. And you'd think, oh, that would be gross. But not when you see it. It just did, boy. It's goofy. All right. It's goofy. Miki Jinbo as Kung Fu. She does Kung Fu. Isn't that great? Yes. She Kung Fu's everything. She Kung, kung Fu's yes. keys. She Kung Fu's logs. Well, they wouldn't. And she knows it so good that at one point, just her lower body knows Kung Fu. They, they wouldn't have nicknamed her Kung Fu if she only Kung Fu'd a few things every so yes. often. You know? she, she kicked a pussy in the face. She sure did. I'm sorry, it was a painting of a pussy. There was a painting of a pussy and she kicked it and in it, the face. And then it killed the real pussy. But no, it didn't. That pussy was alive. Whatever. There was no dead, there was no dead well, pussy. Well, she destroyed the, the pussy. There's pussy gets destroyed in no. this movie. No. Or the pussy just started vomiting up blood, which pussies do. And Every once in a while, they do that. The <laughs> Boy, I hope the people watch this movie before he starts. Nothing we just said is not in the movie. Everything we just said we are, is in the movie. We aren't making anything up. It's <laughs> no, we're all not. in we the don't movie. Have to. That's right. Okay. I Matsubara as prof, which she's the smart one with the glasses. She's the film. You can tell she is smart because she wears eyeglasses. Yep, see her boobies. <laughs> Kumiko Oba as fantasy. We see her boobies. Mike Meiko? Maiko? Miko, Mike, Miko Sato. I think it's it? mi, mi, Miko or maybe uh, Mieko. Mieko, there we go. Sato as Mac. Why is it Mac? Oh, I know this. She's the girl that is constantly. Yes, eating. it's because Mac is short for stomach. Oh, I get yes. it. Why not call her stove? I don't know. Why not call her fatty, fatty two by four? Because she's not actually fat. Because these characters eating. were created by a twelve-year-old. <laughs> Exactly. You would think they'd come up with a crueler name for the girl that's constantly eating. All right, fine, Mac it is. Um, I don't know. I got everything. Masayo Miyako as Sweet. Saw her boobies. Eriko Tanaka as Melody. They did. What do you I want? Know, you, no, did. you're right. You're right. Uh, as Melody. Saw her fingers get chopped off and also saw her boobies. Yes. Yoko Mini... Minamida. Minamida, yes. Mini, Minamida as auntie. Saw her boobies. We did. Yes. At one point. Didn't we? No, I think, I think, I we, think did. we saw the auntie's boobies, yes. Were her boobies out when she was eating that, oh, that hand? That's correct, yes, yes. No, her boobies weren't out when I was I don't making know. that up. I was hoping. I was like, oh, that's pretty you know, gross. There were so many boobies from so many people. It's a little bit of a blur in my memory. That's true. Saho Sawazawa as father, saw his boobies. Haruko Wanabuchi as Ryokuto. <laughs> Wait, as Ryo, Ryoko Emma. Yeah. Hey, there's someone missing from my list. Oh, you forgot the Kiyohiko Osaki. The, who's that? Who's he play? Or she play? Kesuke. Oh, Mr. Togo. The guy who turns into bananas. Yeah, Mr. Togo. Oh, that's it. Kesko Kesko Togo. Mr. Togo. Yes. Yeah. He turn in, turns into bananas. We did not get to see his boobies. No. He, well, except unless, I mean, I, presumably as the banana man, he is nude. So some of those boobies are represented by the bananas. Some of the bananas yes. are boobies. Yes. Is that what you're saying? That's what okay. I'm saying, yes. All right. Maybe it could be. But then again, if you have to imagine shit in order to enjoy the film, what's the fucking that's point? True. Do your job, I can job, imagine boobies on my own. I don't need a movie. 
have a couple of those bananas be melons, and then we go, oh, oh I get it. Boobies. <laughs> those are the boobies. I get it. Cinematography by Yoshitaka Sakamoto, Japanese films. Edited by Nobo, Nobuyo. Nobuyo. What? Nobuo. Nobobo? Nobobo. Nobuo Ogawa. You are so racist. You are the most racist man in the world. I'm evil. What do you That's want? True. You're evil pretty evil. Professor Dracula. What do you... All right. And music by Asai Kobayashi and Miki Yoshino. Production company Toho, who had to be talked into this. Distributed by Toho, who I think they didn't really like the movie once it was done. They were like, we wanted something about a giant monster or a shark or something. A barracuda, a stingray. Something that was eating people, and you gave us a house. House. <laughs> Little girls. A house is pretty far from skin. a shark, I have to say. <laughs> Release date, July 30th, 1977 in Japan. You know, it didn't get an American release. No. Not for a long time until Janus Films bought it. And then, of course, the dumb artsy, type, artsy types here in the United States. I said, oh, it's so good. Let's put it on Criterion. And I'm like, oh, no, please don't. And they did it. <laughs> Running time, thank God. 88 minutes. But if you want it to be good, just skip like the first half hour of this movie. <laughs> You're not missing a goddamn thing, are you, Steve? Yeah, it doesn't really get going until they get to the house. That's, that's true. That's true. Anyway, hey Steve. Yes. I'm gonna take a nap. Oh, something. okay, master. Go. You go to the. I gotta conserve my strength. You go lay down in your Halloween's coffin. Coming up. You know the villagers aren't going to be sucked dry themselves, no. and besides, I gotta book these tickets to Japan. To, you know, to suck the blood of the not little to, girl yes. anymore. Because you hate this movie and that I'll much. Be, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Which is more evil, just showing up and doing it? You're like, oh look. A white guy, and then he just suck, I suck her blood okay. out. Or should I give her, should I throw like a DVD of House at her feet? And then say, guess what, bitch? And then like suck her uh, blood. See, I think that is more cruel because then you're, you're letting her know ahead of time why it is happening. So in the final moments, she has all of these thoughts running through her head of, oh, no, right. it's finally come back if to I haunt me. I known that I would know? piss off of a vampire doctor... <laughs> Right, because like if you just show up at her house and kill her for no reason without even saying anything, like sure. she ha she doesn't know what is happening. That's right. That's it. That's good. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you. Well, sure. You go run into the world of the world of Haosu. Okay, you. So you. Is that how to pronounce it? House. Well, house. I think in in house. Japan it was uh, Haosu. 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 That's what I said. Yes. I'm not that bad okay. with my Japanese. Well, excuse me. Haosu. Okay, you you run into the world. I'm going to run into the world this. of house. Yeah, you hooray, happy Halloween and, for this. And I'll develop a rare disease <sighs> that will be diagnosed in the final act after the last commercial by a brilliant <laughs> but abrasive doctor. Mm, no, again, Wrong one. no. Sorry. Wrong, Wrong one. one. Come on, let's do it. Okay, here we go. It's Japan. You're going into... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not helping okay. you. How does this no, start? It starts at, Do you even remember? No, I don't remember. I know that it's that we have it's it's almost summer vacation, and we have a group of Japanese schoolgirls 
and they're very good friends, but especially... And they're all dressed up like Sailor Moon. Right, they're all the, the traditional like Japanese schoolgirl uniforms, and, and they're, the, the main uh, two are named Gorgeous and Fantasy. They're like best friends. That's right. And they're talking about it's going to be summer vacation, and one of them, Gorgeous, has a father who apparently is very wealthy, and... They always mm-hmm. go to this special place in the country and they go and they're going to go to the country and have a good time. And the rest of the friends, including Fantasy, they have their own plans. They're going to go and spend the summer staying at an inn run by the sister of Mr. Togo, one of their teachers. I don't know why this right. is appealing to children. They want to go spend the summer with one of their teachers, but I think they kind of have the hots for Mr. Togo. Like they want to have sex with him. Only one of them. Only one of them, though. The rest of them only just one. want to watch. I guess so. They're not really into doing it. They just want to watch. And that's when we meet all the girls. All the girls. Right. But uh, Gorgeous comes home, and her daddy's back yes. home, and her daddy. Um, does music for movies in Italy. He was in Italy, or something. and he was scoring a Sergio Leone movie. That's right. He says, my music was he, better than Ennio Morricone's. Fuck that guy. Sure it was. <laughs> it's, this is the movie. It's, it's, it's a fantasy. We know all your stupid soundtracks now, right? But uh, It's a fantasy Anyway, movie. he not only brought home money, he brought home an Italian war dun, dun, dun. An Italian war bride named Ryoko. <laughs> From Italy. That's right. And they got married. And he's like, here, daughter, this is... And she comes out and she's all, like, windblown. And she's like, oh, boy, oh, boy. I can't wait to replace your mother. And she gets all upset. She runs away into her room. Boy, I'm so glad this plays into the plot later. <laughs> she goes to her room. And she talks to a picture of her dead mother. And then she says, <laughs> she says, oh, I have an idea. I will write a letter to my aunt and invite myself to, right. and invite myself to her house for the summer instead of hanging out with my dad and my new stepmom. So that's what she does. That's right. She says, can I come stay with mm-hmm. you, aunt, who I haven't seen since I was a little baby? <laughs> Meanwhile, her friends get their summer vacation plans blown up because it turns out Mr. Togo's sister is having a baby and she doesn't want a bunch of people over for the summer so they can't go and one of them fuck their teacher and the other ones watch the one of them fuck their teacher for the summer. So they have no, no idea what they're going to do. So Gorgeous comes up and says, why don't All you- their teacher fucking plans are over. Te- and we have to remember, all of these girls, we don't know how they old they are. No, they're... We honestly they're don't. They're school age, some, somewhere in high school, probably. But, so... And we know how important that is to people in Japan. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure the age of consent is it's something like totally reasonable. It's not like there's a of fiction in which teenage girls in school uniforms... Are violated sexually by God knows what, well, who knows what that by, by any number of eldritch horrors. That's <laughs> that right. we can appreciate, okay? I'm nothing against it. It's fine. There, some of the eldritch horrors are wonderful people, okay? And some of them are dicks, but I'm not naming any names. <laughs> I, you better not. Some of those guys are my friends. I know. I know. Do you think it's easy for a tentacle monster to, you know, have a little loving? It's not. Okay, you know what? You're all alone. 
You, you come oozing out of a portal from your dimension. You want to get it on with someone, and you happen to be in Japan, and all of a sudden it becomes a thing. <laughs> you know what? Some of them are my friends too, okay? Some of them. Yeah, but apparently some of us like judging them. I can't help it. I have a moral compass. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But, uh, anyway. How's your girlfriend? <laughs> I'm sorry? Nothing. I'm just curious how your girlfriend She's doing. fine. Is she? Yes, she's fine. Thank you for asking about her. I saw her on the computer oh. the other oh, day. Oh, you did? I assume it was her. Remember, she kind of looks like a pile of lunch. Okay, meat. there we go. I was waiting for that. Okay, I was waiting for that. But I couldn't help but I did a little history search of what she was looking for, and she was looking for Tentacle Monster Japan Single. Or maybe she's just looking for a porno. You know, sometimes she likes to watch porno when I'm not around. Or maybe when you are. I have, I have, we have, I have enough uh, confidence in our relationship. I do not feel insecure if my girlfriend likes to watch porno sometimes. It's fine with me. It wasn't a porn site. It was, it was a dating site. Uh, You maybe were confused. It's called the Lonely Tentacle. And you kind of, you, 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 you you know, you, you slide right when you don't see the guy. Sure. The tentacle monster. Sure, that you, you like. get your suction cup on the screen and move it to the side. But right. so, anyway, that's what you was okay, looking listen, at. Okay, listen, I have okay, so I have all my web browsers synced on my phone, so I can just look right now and see. And I bet all right, you, you look at I bet you, you that, that that website is not in the history, okay? It's probably something Tell you what, you probably you, you something do that else. and I'll continue. Okay. Anyway, I'm just so checking they all my browser go to the house. They all go to the house and they tell them about the auntie who fell in love with a guy who then died in the war and she's got a cat. And then they meet a, mo- a, 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 a watermelon man who sells watermelons. And we have to endure that scene for a really long time. Then they get to the house. Everyone's really excited. Uh, one of them is going to take a picture. And then the cat's eyes flash green. And then someone drops a phone, and then they get into the entryway, and Kung Fu, Kung Fu kicks, something happens. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know. But Mac has to go put a watermelon uh, away, and they won't fit in the refrigerator. So she has, they, she's going to put it in the well, and she goes to do that, and she does not come back. And now we are more than 30 minutes in the movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Steve. What? Yeah, what happened? You're right. The Lonely Tentacle. Yeah, The Lonely Tentacle. It's, oh. it's good, it's, right? I mean, there are some... A lot of there, strong, strong tentacle monsters in there. Yes, but why? Why would Alicia be looking at this website? Uh, maybe she wants a little you tentacle action. You think she is trying to do a hookup? Why else would she be there? I know. There is no other reason. Look, oh, Jesus. who are you telling this oh, to? God. You're telling this to a Professor Dracula I guy. Know. If you want some tentacles, I can give you some tentacles. I don't want tentacles. Apparently, my fucking girlfriend wants tentacles. Well, that's what I mean, then. If you get tentacles, she won't have to, you know, go all the way to Japan to meet a tentacle monster, dude. But I don't want tentacles. I already have a hump on my back. Tentacles is too much. Okay, I would, I would be like I would be like the sea monster in that fucking new live action Pinocchio. Is it a whale? Is it an octopus? What the fuck is it? 
I would make you look more like Sigmund the sea monster from that old Croft show I don't, in the 1970s. I, I don't want to look like that. You know, when, when he talks, his whole face collapses. No, no, I don't want that. I just want to... I, I, why can't I ever find a woman who will love me for who I am? A, dis, I a disfigured know. hunchback. You would think she would be counting her blessings, but then again, you know... It's not like she's spoiled for all. Well, I mean, she is a creature of the damned. Like, why would she be counting her blessings? <coughs> she looks like a clear Ziploc bag filled with pork. Okay, look, just because I'm not really sure where I stand in my relationship doesn't mean you can say these things about her, okay? I don't think you stand anywhere unless you get some oh, tentacles going. I don't going want tentacles. I don't understand why we couldn't have just talked about it like adults. Let's just, f f let's just <coughs> go and... Go on with the movie. Go on with the movie. She she put. The, How about this? The, the movie will distract yes. you from all of the tentacle sex she's going to be so, getting. Oh, oh God! Oh God! What if she's, what if she's having tentacle sex with some kind of tentacle monster right now? I can't get. Is it. she in Japan right now? I can't now? get it out of my mind. I'm, she's not in Japan, so she's not doing it. I'm just. Oh. When she says, "Excuse me, honey," I'm sorry. Let me change that. Okay, that, you can't just do that, okay? okay? I mean, you're making fun of her, but she does sound a lot I've like I've been that. working on that impression she, for quite some it's time. It's pretty good. I can tell you've put in some work. But listen. It needs to be juicier, but you know. Look at this guy. Look at the last one that she looked at, the most recent page in the history. You know, oh, for yeah. a tentacle monster, he's kind of handsome in the face. Oh, God. He's very handsome. Like I keep head. seeing her having sex with this handsome tentacle monster in my head. For some reason, it's in black and white, and I can't get it out of my head. Oh, wait to pull from oh. the part that the, the most of the audience doesn't get to listen to in the uncut version Yeah, and it's good that show. you underlined it. You really want to lampshade it, you know, to draw more attention That's to right. it. That's right. Anyway. Hey, everybody, you want to get that last joke? You, you should be a, a patron, patron of the show, I guess. We're really doing the whole show in these We sure are. are. Finally, I feel weird that I didn't broke. do it for a little bit. I dropped it for my trivia, then I picked it what. back up, but I guess I'm just going to do it for the rest of the show. Okay, look. Right now, you know that your girlfriend is sealed in the barrel in the basement. Are you sure? I did it this morning. And, sh and she's still there? I, last time I knocked, she was. Alicia! Knock twice if you are still in the barrel! Okay, thank you, honey. Okay, you know what? Okay. Yes. We can move on. That's right. She's not getting stuffed by any tentacles right not now. Not right now. Okay, I will. I will. But if she comes up and, like I said, she goes, oh. then you know. And I'm telling you right now. Five minutes, I stitch on some I'm not nice doing tentacles. That. No, I will break up with her. I will, I, will, I will break up with her if I have to. I, you know, I'll make one tentacle have five speeds. I don't want any... Look, I, you're trying to help, and I appreciate it. I really do. But I don't want any tentacles. I mainly just want to see if I can sew tentacles on Okay, why, get what, That's why we have villagers. Get one of them. Use the, Experiment on the villagers. Yeah, but this one's more utilitarian. I make do, you happy. All you have done with the villagers. I make her happy. All you what? All you have done with the villagers lately is just is just feed on them. You don't experiment on them anymore. I think you should go and grab a villager and stick some tentacles onto one of them, and then you can you can. How about I stitch you to 
a villager. I, Maybe she needs, like, some variants in the bedroom. I don't want to be stitched to a villager. And I throw in some I tentacles. I don't know. Too. Get the tentacles we'll out of your mind. Get the, let's, just, let's just talk about the movie. Okay, so they put the watermelon down. Crab pinchers. Okay, no. No. I'm saying no. It's a hard no, okay? No tentacles, right. no pinchers, no nothing. Okay, okay anyway. So they put the watermelon puts, in the she well. She puts the watermelon. Yes. Good. And then she goes to take it out of the well. A little bit later. Except now. No, no, no. She leaves, and then people go, hey, where's, where's Mac? Mac? I don't care. Because Mac is the fat one that is the exact same size and weight of the others. That's right. Yes. We don't care. Yes, she is. We don't care. And then who goes out? It's fantasy. It is fantasy goes out. She says, I want to see about that watermelon we put in the well. And she pulls it up. That's right. And it's Mac severed head. Ah! Oh, no. And then Mac severed head bites her on the hymen. It floats around. It floats up and it goes and bites her right in the butt. Right on the buttocks. And then she runs in and she says, help, I've been bitten on the buttocks by Max severed head. They run outside, they pull up the watermelon, and it's just the watermelon. And then they eat it, and apparently it's delicious. Yes, apparently watermelon's great. And then Gorgeous takes a bath. Yes, because Um, she's she's all sweaty and dirty. She's all sweaty and dirty, and we get to see her movies. And then um, the other girls do something. Oh, and then Auntie goes into into the refrigerator. Yes, and that freaks freaks out some people. And then we, uh, what happens? Gorgeous goes up into her Auntie's room, puts on some makeup. Um, Melody is playing a piano, the same melody over and over again. Get it? Right. And then Gorgeous has a freak out, and she turns into fire. <laughs> That's right, yes. And then, uh, I don't know anymore. Sweet is eaten but by her mattress. That's right. The, mat- the, bed, the mattress, sheets yes. devour her. That's right. And um, so they don't find her. Uh, Gorgeous is actually now possessed right. by somebody. And finally, at this point, after two of their friends are, have been horribly killed and another one has been possessed... They f- the other ones finally decide, okay, it's time for us to get the fuck out of here. They don't do that, yet, though, because Kung Fu has to fight some logs. True, yes, the logs come and to she, life. She, she Kung Fu's so hard that she Kung Fu's right out of her dress, and she's now just wearing underwear for the rest of the movie. You know, sometimes you Kung Fu that hard. It just happens. It's a thing. Then the whole house closes up, and Gorgeous says, I'll go out and get some help. Yes. But instead, she just goes out into the garden and fucks around with some balls. Yep. I mean, glowing balls, not like balls. Not like testicles. No. Um, yeah. yeah. Then Melody starts playing the piano, and the piano eats her. That's right. Kind it of. eats her, and then... She kind of turns into a cartoon. It, it chops her up into pieces, and sometimes we see different pieces floating around. And then the piano is eating her legs and her head comes up and is floating next to it. That's right. And looks at the piano eating her legs and she goes, oh, how naughty. Uh, what? I don't. I guess I don't Anyway, know. the girls come back running in and then there's the only creepy thing in this movie. And that is Melody's severed fingers playing, playing the piano. The piano. 
And meanwhile, and then we see, uh, I think it's Sweet, is inside of a clock with a bunch of gear yes. work, and it looks like it's, it's grinding her up. Not fun. Meanwhile, we've been cutting back to Pro- Dr. Mr. Mr. Togo. Togo. He's on his way to the house to fuck that one girl so that the others can watch. That's right. But he has to keep stopping to get, like, noodles. They're good noodles, apparently. And stuff, yes. Apparently. Then the... What happens? I don't know. Nobody remembers. Togo stops at the watermelon guy. Well, that's not till almost right. close to the end, though, because... Uh, oh, so darn. Kung Fu uh, gets attacked by the chandelier. That's right. But, uh, her oh, by a lamp. Yeah, a it's lamp. not the yeah, same yeah, one. A lighting fixture. And... Uh, and then she kind of gets eaten by right, it. But her legs and are then, severed and still out. And so her legs kick the... Pic- not her legs, her lower body. Right. And they figure out that the cat is the powerful thing. Because every it's time weird, weird stuff happens, the cat's there. And his the, the cat's eyes go green. And then the bad things happen. So they say, hey, we got to kill the cat portrait. <laughs> I think. Right. And Kung Fu's lower half of her body comes out and kicks the cat in the face. And then the cat portrait starts vomiting up blood and the auntie starts bleeding all over the place. Right? And then um, uh, Dr. Togo turns into bananas. (laughs) Well, we don't see it yet. He has has the argument with uh, the watermelon man. Where he freaks out. That's right. And he says, I want bananas, and bananas, like, bananas. And then he, he hits himself on the head like a chimpanzee. In a reverse, yes. in a repeat yes. reverse A shot. little bit of video uh, trickery there. Yes. That's right. Video toaster yes. up in this bitch. Absolutely. And he goes, bananas, bananas, bananas. We cut the way. The girls, the two girls, there's so much blood that they're now floating on like a little part well, of the yes, house. And she says, I'll never let go, Jack. That's right. <laughs> and then prof, uh, prof loses her glasses and she reaches for them and then a milk bucket comes and, and pulls her into the water and she gets naked. Oh. And then the only one left is... Fantasy. Sweet. No, fantasy. Fantasy, that's right. It's fantasy. And she's floating along and there on the stairs she sees who? She sees Gorgeous coming down the stairs. Dressed in the wedding dress. But it's actually Auntie. Yes, that's, that's right. right. And for summer, is in her tits are yep. Well, just the one. And the one tit her. is just kind of hanging out. Okay, one, one booby is out. And then she grabs her and says, they're there. And then her eyes flash. And we're like, oh, no, it's not over. The next morning, who shows up? Ryoko, the wicked stepmother. That, is she wicked? Well, She's she, not the, done anything the un, bad. The unwanted stepmother. And then we have five minutes of the romance song that they wrote for this oh, movie. Oh, so beautiful. 70s gold all the way. As she wanders around and she sees the pile of bananas. Yes. And then she comes to the house and she sees, ooh, it's gorgeous. And gorgeous takes 10 minutes Except to open the doors, the sliding doors. That's right. And then she says, oh, come and, and then, sit down. And she says, oh, where are all of your friends? Your friends should be here. And, and she says, they're sleeping but they will be hungry when they wake up. And then she takes her hands, and then Ryoko burns up, right? Yes, and that's pretty and much then, it. And no. And then Gorgeous gives us her final poem in her, in from her community college class, 
where she tells us about love and stuff, and it just keeps going and going and going. And then we have the credits in which it's home movies of gorgeous. Yes. Pro- for some probably reason. taken by that horny teacher who turned into bananas. Probably, probably. Good. I'm glad he turned into and bananas. Then the- he deserved it. He was a <laughs> he was a bad teacher. And then the movie is over. End of Steve, movie. Please take your elixir okay. and tell me what you think of this terrible thing that we watched that didn't scare me even a little bit. Houseu. <laughs> I liked it. Um, of course you did. You artistic can, bastard. Can you make a good horror movie that isn't scary? Most pretentious henchman I have ever had. <laughs> I can't count to five, what but I paid that? attention in film school. What, um, <laughs> what was the question can you, you asked? Can you make a good horror movie that isn't scary? No. I say yes, if it is something else. Um Horror is a genre named after a feeling, but it's not bound by that feeling. So you can make a movie that fits in the horror genre that uses tropes associated with that genre that isn't scary, but as long as it's compelling in some other way, I think that's fine. It can still work. For example, I really didn't think House was scary at all, but I still liked it a lot because it's fucking hilarious. It's funny and absurd and surreal it's filled with amazing off-the-wall imagery there are times when it feels like what might happen if david lynch decided to just make a party movie where like if he just said you know what fuck it i'm taking every crazy mind picture my imagination has ever thought up and i'm throwing it all against the wall let's have some fun watermelon turns into a dead girl's severed head that floats around and bites one of the other girls in the ass let's do it A girl is playing a piano, and then the piano eats her, and her disembodied head floats up, sees her own leg sticking out of the piano, and says, that's naughty, why not? A guy (laughs) says he prefers bananas to watermelon, then turns into a piles of bananas. Yes, 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 that is in the movie. This movie is so nuts, and so full of imagination, (laughs) and so gleeful about itself. I don't see how I could not love it. Um... The movie is almost critic-proof. I mean, of course, you can not like it according to your own taste, and that's fine. But most of the flaws that would usually be cited by people articulating why they think it's a bad movie are obviously there on purpose. Like, many scenes are shot on obvious sets, and the movie takes makes sure that we notice that they're obvious sets. It's even lampshaded when they get off the bus and we get a wide shot when the bus pulls away that shows them standing in front of a smaller painted backdrop, which I guess is supposed to be like a billboard or something, but it's, and and then they cut to a closer shot of them in front of the backdrop as though that's the actual background. Um, The special effects are obviously done through animation and chroma key. There's no attempt to make anything seem remotely realistic. The movie underlines its own artificiality which only serves to heighten the surreality and the absurdity and the overall effect is that the movie is hilarious and fucking bonkers and a hell of a lot of fun to watch uh 
The most critical thing I can say about it is that it does drag in spots. It does take a while to get going, like you mentioned earlier. It does. There is about 20 minutes to half an hour in the beginning before they actually get to the house, where it's like, okay, come on, <laughs> let's let's get this moving here, you know. Um, and there are times after that too where it drags a little bit in between, like wacky things happening, and sometimes it feels a little repetitive because there is a lot of like the girls running around excitedly in between one of them getting killed off. Um, but honestly, I think those are minor flaws. Um, the performances are all just as they should be. Everyone seems like they're in on the joke. Everyone contributes to it. And in the end, it's just a really funny and really fun movie. And honestly, that the, the sight gag with the bananas fucking killed me. I could, he, it's even got his hat. It's a pile of bananas, but it's got his hat. It's so fucking funny. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really all I have to say about it. Like, I just, I thought it was, I thought it was fucking crazy and, and I thought it was hilarious. And I no, if you're looking to be scared, yeah, of course you're not going to like it. It's not scary, but I thought it was hilarious. No. So that's what I have to say about it. Your, your turn. My turn. Elixir time. <laughs> when you say something's a horror movie, please make it a horror movie. <laughs> That's my only. That's my only thing. Yeah. If you're saying, "Hey, it's a horror movie," make it a horror movie. If you're doing a comedy, because I wouldn't even qualify this as a horror comedy. Evil Dead Two is a horror mm -hmm. comedy, right? There are distinct visuals in Evil Dead that are not just there to make you laugh. They're there to initially scare you, and then they make the jokes about it, right? Right. For example, in Evil Dead Two, his girlfriend. He chops off her head, he buries her, she comes back, she's dancing, then all of a sudden he just has her head, and the, and the body comes running in with the chainsaw. It is still legitimately terrifying, but also hilarious. Yeah. When, her, when her decapitated head comes in with the chainsaw, when he reaches for the spot where a chainsaw would be, that is a hilarious scene that is still scary because you're scared for your protagonist. I don't know what this movie was trying to do. I think that at some point they just said fuck it we're not going to tr if this is scary legitimately scary to some people awesome i think that's great you might look at it and go oh, it's so surreal and weird that it's scary just based on that based on that but if i can't take any of it seriously and i don't find its jokes funny and it's not scary and I see them winking at me all the time. Huh? You know, even the auntie breaks the fourth <laughs> yes. wall and stares directly at us after she disappears into the refrigerator. When none of... Okay, so here's the thing. If there had been house logic, right? The house is weird, it's haunted, whatever. There's house logic. And then there's outside world logic. I would probably be less harsh on this. But the instant all of them are in the house, none of the characters act like people. Right. Right? They're, they're little glimpses here and there, but for the most part, their characters are overplayed, if not completely exaggerated. Kung Fu is the best example. And whenever something weird happens... They always say what, Steve? Oh. No matter how many weird things happen. I can't remember. It must have been a hallucination. Oh, that's right. They say that a lot. Yes, that's true. They say it constantly. And so you were like, these dingbats deserve to get eaten by this house. Fuck it. And while I do admire some of the visuals, I do recognize that this entire film is artifice. Well, all films are artifice. 
But I mean, this one does not give a shit if you notice. Yeah. That the whole thing is just... The, the, the end result of Melody playing the piano is that she has her... There are body parts floating around, right? Including yep. her head. Next to the rest of her body, which is now naked, but chopped up into pieces. At one point while she's being eaten, the person that's watching it comically crosses their eyes for some reason. <laughs> If I can't get scared and I don't think it's funny, then God damn it, why am I watching this fucking thing? Now, I have seen this movie before. Okay. I was like, oh, I'm going to check out House. I watched it, and I was kind of like, okay, whatever. It's not scary. I don't find it funny. And now I've seen it three times. And it doesn't get better on repeat viewings. <laughs> it just gets worse. I'm serious, you guys. If you want to get to the meat and potatoes of this thing, skip a half hour of this movie. Nothing really happens until you're about an hour in and you get to meet the aunt. And then things start to pick up right away. But none of the actions of the girls make any sense. They keep commenting on things and then going right back to neutral. Right? Oh my god, something happened. And then the next scene, they're right back to neutral. And it's kind of like, okay, so if the people aren't acting like people, the house isn't acting like a house. It's not a horror movie. It's not really a comedy. I didn't like it. That's all. I did not like it. I appreciate some of the visuals, but for the most part, it is so so goofy that I don't know what I'm supposed to walk away from it. It was an experience. Sure. But what did I get out of it? What were they trying to say with this? How in the fuck do you go from, we need something like Jaws, to this? <laughs> I don't see how we got from there to here. So, I didn't like it. Steve, not a classic. What do you think, Steve? I'm going to go classic. I, I'm going to recommend it. Right. I will say I'm probably, Fine. I mean, it's not the kind of movie that I'm probably going to feel compelled to watch again, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I, I liked it. Great. I'm so glad. I'm glad I'm, I'm going to, mm, <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to watch it again. But if someone said, what's house like? I'm going to say it's goofy bullshit. If you want to flush an hour and a half down the toilet, go ahead and watch it. It's fine. <laughs> the characters don't matter. The story doesn't matter. It's not spooky. It's not like, I mean, right now, Japanese horror is doing some fucking awesome stuff, especially in the magazines and comics. Um, because they're do, like legitimately doing stuff that is fearful. This one, I just can't relate to anybody, and I don't care. It's a, like a lot of the, the movies that came out in the 1980s where it was teenagers get killed by a guy. I'm like, why do I care? It's the same movie over and over again. Some of them are going to drink and smoke pot and they'll be the first ones to die and the nerd will die, the girl will die. It was just like... <laughs> and that's how I felt about this one. So Steve, yes. recom not recommend that's something. right. I am going to not recommend a movie. I mean... I'm going to not recommend another horror comedy, one that I don't think is funny, that I don't think is enjoyable to watch the way I think House is. Mm. And this, 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 this pains me to not recommend this movie because on paper it's, it's got a good cast and it was directed by a man who I admire a great deal as, as an artist. Mm -hmm. And he has directed many other films that are among some of the funniest films ever made. But unfortunately, sometime after he made 
Young Frankenstein. Oh God. And Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. And the producers and, 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 and other classics of comedy. Sure. Mel Brooks made a movie called Dracula Dead and Loving It. Oh, you motherfucker. You had to bring that up. Yeah. I'm sorry. The idea. Okay. I'm sorry. So if you compare, if no, it's fine. If you compare Young Frankenstein to Dracula Dead and Loving It. You'll see everything that went wrong with Mel Brooks. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Something, I, look, it happens to a lot of great artists. It happened to Mel Brooks, unfortunately. Um, he had a run in, in the, the 60s and 70s and in, into the 80s where he just made some of the funniest movies you will ever see. The producers, Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles. And then he got into the 90s and he just lost it. Like whatever, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. he had that made him a genius and made him a, a can't miss director of comedy just was gone. And he made Robin Hood Men in Tights, which is absolutely abysmal. There's not a laugh in the entire thing. And then he made Dracula Dead and Loving It, which is somehow even worse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. awful. There is not a, there's not a funny moment in it. It is absolutely airless. The timing is bad. The jokes are flat and terrible. It's just, it's awful. And I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it's like I said, the cast is terrific. Leslie Nielsen's in it. Um, Steven Weber, Amy Yazbek, Peter McNichol, who can be absolutely hysterical and stuff and is just, of has course. nothing to do in this. Uh, and of course, Mel Brooks himself is Dr. Van Helsing. Um, it's just, it's awful. And the silver lining is, I guess, Mel Brooks realized it was bad and said, you know what? I think I'm good because so far this has been the last film he ever directed. And unless he decides, he doesn't need to do anything. <laughs> unless he, unless yeah. he decides to, you know, in his nineties to go out and say, I'm going to do one more. Like, I think he's good. Um, he decided to cut his losses and say, Nope, I'm, you know what? After I die, nobody's going to remember this. They're going to remember young Frankenstein and they're all going to say I was a genius. So I'm done. But yes. Yeah, so, so here's the main difference. Yes. I think, Young Frankenstein, they obviously had a love for the source material. Mm-hmm. They truly loved those old Joe, uh, John Whale of films. Course. They even used the same yes. sets. And they went out of their way to make it black and white, to make it funny, to make it raunchy, you know. And then you got to Dracula dead and loving it, which is just a stupid it's name a to bad begin title. with. And with no affection for the source material. Now, I can understand, because Dracula is a piece of shit. But had they attacked it in the same way, sure, people would have said, oh, he's just taking another bite off of the Universal Monster Apple. But it would have been better. It would have been funnier. And I think what happened a lot was he lost control of his property. I'm sure that there were a lot of people saying, you got to do this, and no, you can't make it black and white, and no, you got to make sure, you need to make it like the Zucker films that are really popular right now, and you need to put in lots and lots of sight gags. And do it, put in Leslie Nielsen, the kids love him. In 1995, the kids love Leslie Nielsen in 1995. That's right, and also Gene Wilder doesn't want to work anymore, (laughs) so you can't cast him. And so it weakened it down. And I don't blame him for not wanting to make another movie after the reviews oh, this it, thing well, got. It was bad. Holy it was, shit. It was very bad. 
And who casts? Well, as everybody, who casts Leslie Nielsen as what? Dracula? I mean, come on, he's funny when he's doing like the mm. the you know the deadpan thing. That he can't. You don't tire him to be the goofy vampire guy. He would have been funnier as anybody else. Exactly. <laughs> he should have been Van Helsing and just you know no sold everything. He should have been. He should have been Mina. Anyway. <laughs> As you guys know, I like to review a movie from the same year as the movie that we just reviewed, and it's 1977. And there's a movie that's kind of similar to this movie, but it's better. It's also foreign, but it's from Italy. And it's also got colorful things and disturbing imagery. But it's also, you know, what's the word? Fucking scary. Oh, I see. The movie that I'm going to recommend is the original. Suspiria ah. by Dario Argento. If you haven't seen it, it's about the fucked up ballet school. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up, too. It's pretty fucked up. And you know what's great? They remade it a couple of years ago. And that remake was pretty good. Did I did not, I did did the not see the remake. No, I saw the original. You should see the remake. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. They do it. They don't try to ape the original. The, you know, the colors and the intense, good. you know, the intensity. But it's still good on its own right. Um, this movie, Suspiria, is great. And it's a little avant-garde. And they use wild imagery and wild colors. And sometimes you're not sure what the fuck is going on. But it's still kind of spoopy and scary. And you have a scary time. And you're like, oh, it's a good thing I didn't take dance class when I was in school. And that would happen to me. Just see it. Just see it. And by the way, it is an Italian movie. But it's in English. So you don't have to do any reading, okay? That's right. You don't have to do any reading. You don't have to worry to li- worry about listening to a dub that is so awful that you just turn off the movie. Suspiria. Hey, Steve. Yes, master. Yes, hey, master. Steve. Yes. Hey, Steve. I'm listening. Steve. What? Do you know why I wanted to do the the voice for this entire episode? I don't know why. Why? Because technically, this is the only spooky episode we're getting oh, this month. Oh, that's true. I know. I we have discussed this amongst ourselves, and we I, have, but they don't yes. know yet. They we'll don't lay it know. on them, baby. So you only get good old Professor Dracula one time this year, because the next episode is the two hundredth episode of the show, <laughs> and that means they want to do a special movie. They want to do something special and not Halloween-y. Even though this is a horror movie, Steve and I could be in it, but they don't want that. They want Jason and Steve to do the 200th episode. Isn't that's, that right, Steve? Yes, that's what the people want. It would be weird if you were doing characters in the 200th episode. That's Fuck right. That. Although I think we, we should make an appearance I think somewhere. so, too. Anyway. We should be riding. Well, I, let's put Jason. I won't make that joke because it will spoil it. You go ahead. Tell him what the movie would be. Okay. That's right. Let's have Jason and Steve tell them. Oh, okay. okay. One sec. Good, good, good. Yeah. Hey, guys. Can you, can you fucking believe it? 200 episodes. I, it, it just went by in a blur, didn't it? It did. 200 episodes. I think that equates to eight years of this show. Yeah. A little mm-hmm. bit more than that. And so we want to do a, we want to do a movie that's kind of special to us. When we hit 100, we did King Kong. That movie is not special to me. I think it... I think it's, it's special probably to more Steve. special to me than it is Was to it? you. Yeah, yeah. I like King Kong. But the movie that we want to review is technically a re-review because we never gave it the full treatment. Right. And so the movie that we're going to review for our 200th episode anniversary <laughs> is the 
only Steven Spielberg film that I absolutely love. And it's going to be one of my favorites forever. It is definitely in my top ten, next to, like, The Third Man and The Thing. (laughs) The movie we're going to review next is the awesome Jaws. Yeah. I don't know who I have to tell to go see Jaws next. I'm sure everyone has seen if Jaws. If you haven't seen Jaws. Yes, if you haven't seen Jaws, please go see it. I'm sure you can find you it have somewhere. two weeks to somehow um, track down a copy of this little-known film. <laughs> that's right. And that's it. Yeah. We're done. Hooray. Sorry, everybody, that you only get one of us, one episode this year, we'll, but next year we'll do we'll, three and they won't We'll know. be in the Jaws River. We'll be riding the shark. That's get right. Get him, Bruce. Get him. Eat everybody. Here, get in this, get in this truck. <laughs> I'm going to back you into the elementary oh, school. What a good idea. But hey, everybody, thanks for listening once again. For late seating, this is Professor Dracula, and go see a movie this week. And this is Steve, and remember, I'm really sweaty. Let's go take a bath. What? Wait, what? Why are you I'm, sweaty? I'm just, I'm, I'm, just I'm sitting around doing a podcast. Look at me, I'm drenched. Do you have the heat on in the castle? What? what? Drenched. Oh, are you still that nervous about all the <sighs> Just the tentacle come? thing. I don't get it. She never... You know, I did give her her iPhone before... Um, Sealing you her put in her barrel. in the barrel with her phone? I got to check. I got. Well, I, I didn't got, want her to get bored. I got to check my browser history again. Oh, oh please! Don't oh, do Jesus that. Christ! What's happening? Oh. What did she do? Did she set up a date? Yes. Oh, she. Let me look. Look, it says. Oh no, that's all right. That's a dummy account. Wait, you, you're the one who said, "Meet me tonight at eight. Bring a claw hammer." That's right. I like catfishing oh, people who are that, in the tentacles. Okay, now it's just cruel. What? What? Do you, what? Are you surprised that it would be cruel? I locked. The, I sealed her in a barrel know, this morning. I, now that I think about it, you're, okay, you're an evil vampire slash mad scientist, and you did... Have I ever said anything nice no, to you, her? No, you make fun of her in the cruelest possible ways whenever possible. You know, what's re- really interesting about her is that when I put her in the barrel, how her body conformed to the okay, shape of the barrel. Okay, She looked like, you, she looked like potted meat or spam. When okay, I put you're really crossing her. lines here. What lines you're am just, I crossing? I've never been nice to her ever. Very, very rude. Whatever. She's cheating on you, dude. I say we kick the barrel down the river. Down the river? Why can't I just yeah, break up not? with her? Why can't I just look? I will go. I go get the pry bar. I open the lid on the barrel. I say, Alicia, uh-huh. I think we need to have a talk, like two. And then we kick her into the, the river. Okay, look, we flip a coin. Okay, I have the, okay. Okay. no, okay. not the trick coin. Okay, it's heads, tails. Heads, mm-hmm. I go down okay. and let her out of the barrel, <laughs> and we break up like two adults and go our separate ways. Okay, and tails. Right. We do your thing and just kick the barrel into the river, okay? You can shout at the barrel, I break up with okay. you now, and then we kick her into the barrel, into so the river. I yell, I break up with you now, and then we kick the barrel into the river. Okay, that's, that's right. tails. That's right, that's okay, tails. So and heads, we do I, what I say. The, <laughs> so heads is, we do your thing, and I don't even yell, I break up with you? Well, it'll be like I, I decide. 
It'll be like my choice, and then, and then tails will be. We kick her in the river, and you scream at her. I break no, up. No, look, you. tails is I break up with her normally. Head, no, wait. Heads is I break up with her normally. Tails is we kick the bearer into the river. Okay, I'm going to flip the coin now. Okay. Wait, which one is tails kicking is her kicking into the, the river? In the tails bearer? is kick the bearer. Is it no, both? tails is kick the bearer into the river. Heads is I break up with her. Out, I let her out of the bearer and break up with her. What about what about sidesies? Well, I'm going to catch sides. it in my hand. There will be no sidesies. Okay. No, because then with Sidesy we could add a third what, one. What would you say for we the third one? We just stab the barrel with a sword, you know, okay, several fine. times. Sidesies is we stab the barrel then, with the sword. And then you can scream into one of the sword holes. Oh, by the way, I break up with you now. All right. In the unlikely event that it lands on the side, that's what we will do. Okay, but I don't really... I don't understand why I you're don't so angry. See why. I kind of talked her into having an illicit affair with a tentacle man. I mean... I did put her in my thrall. Why, you, you put her in your thrall, and then you, and yeah, and then I said, "Hey, baby, I'm a tentacle man, and I can put. Well, look how deep I can put this okay. in you. You know, and I show off the tentacles, and she's like, "But my boyfriend," and I'm like, "Oh, hey, baby, give up your boyfriend. You want this tentacle action?" And she's like, "I want these tentacles." I'm sorry, I'm doing it wrong. I want okay. the tentacle action. Okay, okay, you know what? Okay, new bet. Okay, heads, I let her out of the barrel and break up with her normally. Okay. Tails, you go in the barrel. Right. Here we go. I don't ever get in the barrel. <laughs> it's tails, not... get in no. the barrel. It's no one makes me. I'm putting you under oh, my here throat. We go. Say goodbye to the uh, nice people and wish them a happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, and wave bye-bye to Alicia. I just put her on the meat processing truck. Bye-bye. I break up with you. <laughs> okay, we're done. Late Seating is a Let Me Listen podcast production featuring Steve Shives and Jason Harding. Produced by Jason Harding. Theme music, Rollin' at Five, composed and performed by Kevin McLeod. You can find more Let Me Listen podcast productions at our website at www.letmelistenpodcast.com. You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, or just about anywhere you download podcasts. Late Seating is a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to support Late Seating or any of the other Lemmy Listen productions for as little as $1 a month, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash Listen. And thanks for listening.